Um, There's like I don't four know. teams that are going to be relegated this year. <laughs> Vince, Vince McMahon is calling. Welcome to the Fantasy Fam Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, coming at you from Rain Man Studios here in Northern Jersey. I'm on the mic with my brother's friend and our cousin, Keele. We're back. We're getting dug back. Yes, we are. <laughs> That's God. how I felt this week when, uh, when I heard Devonta Adams was playing. And then the entire Packers team laid a golden egg on me. But, oh. It's awful. It was not a golden egg. It was a ter- I don't a, a disgusting it a, egg. It was a poop colored. Poop colored egg. <laughs> it was it was um what's what's her name? Veruca Salt. Wow. It was her. She went right down. But all I wanted now through the garbage chute. She was a bad egg. It's been a few weeks, gents. It Early has. You are married. Fantastic. Yes, I am. Sometimes life throws uh, you know lemons at you. We've all just been sipping lemonade in the meantime. Hope you guys have had incredible fantasy seasons. We're back to help you. Week nine is in the books. Some players performed, some didn't. First, let's talk about some injuries. This one, selfishly, sorry, Sean. Sorry, you know, Kevin, all, all my Philadelphia friends out there. D. Sean, he really teased you guys by having an incredible week one and then decided to never play again. It stinks for the for the Eagles. I like you said. I don't. I don't feel that bad. Selfishly, I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I don't care. I yeah, don't care. Play, one, placed on IR. Um, this is this is he hasn't played in the last few weeks. So for us to predict who could replace him is you know kind of irrelevant at this point. Exactly. Um, but I do think there is going to come a point where they're going to try to use somebody like J.J. Arcega Whiteside to be that next type of you know t- number two wide receiver, deep threat. Uh, Alshon is, you know, potentially on his way out over the next year or so. Um, so, yeah, but it's kind of interesting that, uh, that people are still already predicting who's going to take over D. Uh, Jackson's place. Could, could mean more for Dallas Goddard, you know, more two tight end sets. Yeah, good point. They've been using Ertz a little bit more these past couple of weeks. Thank God. As well. Oh, yeah, God. For you Ertz owners out there like myself. Yeah. Welcome already, back. Ready, are you ready? You're already out of your league because that was your second round pick or third round pick, you know. Congratulations. Was, oh, yeah, because you went Ertz over Kittle, and Kittle's, Kittle's I think been pretty good. Kittle's been good. I mean, Ertz, I think, still finishes as a top five tight end. It's more about the yeah. fact that I Kitt- don't usually go tight end that early, and I took Ertz as my third-round pick as a shoe-in for 100 receptions. Kittle's so, been more consistent. It went downhill from there. Yeah. If he did okay up to this point, though, now hopefully if he turns it on, then boom. No, I can't say that's happened. <laughs> so We're all in tough situations, you know. What does he say, Christopher Walken? He's like, two mice going to a bucket of butter. You know what? <laughs> which, which one am I? One runs yeah. out, you know, yeah. turns into cheese and, <laughs> and climbs his way out. Oh, that's such a great story. Amy Adams' mother. Uh, Cam Daddy is on IR. Is he ever going to play in Carolina again? I don't know. I don't, I don't, think, I don't I think he should. I don't think that Kyle Allen is a future quarterback um, for the Carolina Panthers, but that doesn't necessarily mean that Cam is either. I think Cam could be shipped out by the end, by the beginning of the, you know, the new year um, into, you know, February, March. I think that there's a chance that they trade him um, because I just don't think, I think they kind of want to move on from, from Cam. They want to move on from the mediocrity that has ensued. They have a good young team and they want to be able to build around it. Build around run CMC. Jeez. You can build mountains around him. Everything. Cities. Everyone knows he's getting the ball. And they can't stop him. Exactly. It doesn't matter. I'll never forget 
how poorly McCaffrey looked his rookie season, too. We talked about it. I got terrible. deeply, deeply upset. He looked atrocious. He couldn't, he couldn't read the bumps. He was running into blockers. He was dropping passes, not putting on any juke moves, no spin moves, no, never hit the B button. Like it, he looked terrible. Like a now rookie should in the NFL. Exactly. And now, now when he now he does juke moves every play, <laughs> like literally every play, he is running in circles. I mean, it's he's unbelievable. He he is right now. What was it like? He's like twenty points above, like the next best player in fantasy. Not running back. Next best player in fantasy. So, which is Russell Wilson? He's on. He's unreal. He's fun to watch, man. And they can't stop him. They know he's going to get the ball every play, and they can't stop him. He's a true talent. And I agree, Kyle Allen is not the future. Well, here's one that's near and dear to your heart and closer to me physically and because it's the Super Bowl slash the toilet bowl <laughs> at the Meadowlands this coming weekend. The New York football giants against the New York Jets. Are we going to go to that game? Is, is anybody going to actually be there? Who's the home team? Is it the Jets? Uh, the, Jets the Jets are the home team, yes. Right? So, It'll, so that means they're going to be less. Actually, the Jets I, will be the underdog. They'll be a home underdog against the Giants, yeah. <laughs> They are, actually. They are. They have to be. It's, it's two be and like a half. Four. The spread is two and a half as of right now. Say, I was going to say four, four and a half. But oh Le'Veon Bell, oh, God almighty. Um, so that MRI came back clean, but that's because he went for an MRI for something he doesn't have anything wrong with. He just does not want to play. And I don't think they want him to play. They're trying to make up things about what could potentially be wrong with him to <laughs> kind of just sit him for the rest of the year, which I fully support. I hey, think he's gonna, He got paid. He's been a much better teammate. Yeah, he's been a much better teammate than I thought he would be. And given the fact that this team is atrocious, just sit him. I mean, this team still has players you can somewhat build around. It was a terrible year with terrible plays and just – It's going to be a long road. Just lay there and take it. It's (laughs) going to be a long, long road. Oh, my God. It's brutal. So if Lev Bell doesn't play, are you picking up Ty Montgomery? Um. So there's two options. One of them is actually somebody they actually just picked up, which I, I don't Josh mean. Adams. It's Josh Adams. Josh Adams actually played for a chunk of the season last year, starting for the Philadelphia Eagles. And he looked good when he was playing, when he played. Ty Montgomery, yeah, Ty Montgomery is not a number one running back. Um, he is a decent complimentary back, but he hasn't really done even anything relevant on the Jets this year. So to think he could have a role, given the fact that the Jets stink and, you know, that he didn't, couldn't carve out a role with Le'Veon Bell, I just – I don't think it's worthwhile to even start a running back if, if Le'Veon's out for the Jets. This one probably bit a bunch of people this week because Adam Thielen was only in for a few plays. seemed that he, he re-aggravated that hamstring injury, soft tissue injury, as we've seen. That's, that's a rough one. He's probably going to be out now for, I don't know, at least a couple of weeks. But he got zero fantasy points. Their bye week's coming up soon, I believe, right? Isn't it like week 12 or something like that? They have one of the last ones, I think. Yeah, so week 12, I don't know, week so... They're still decent. They still have a winning record. Like, they could still make the playoffs. But six and three, playing the Cowboys next week, Sunday night football. I, don't, I, don't, I still don't know why they brought him out there. But actually what's interesting about Thielen is the fact that it was – I read it the other day is that he – before that game or this game or whatever it was, he had actually never missed a game. Like, he had always – he had played in every single game since he started, you know, performing in the league. Um, so it was interesting to see that he actually missed time. All right. But uh, the big thing we'll talk about later is who could potentially be a replacement for him True. Um, if he misses extended period of time, given the fact that there, there is some relevance for that uh, wide receiver position opposite or that receiving receiver position opposite Stephon Diggs. That might be something interesting to talk about. If these statistics I'm looking at are correct, 
Laquan Treadwell led the Vikings in receiving with three catches for 58 yards on five targets this past Sunday. That is correct. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Laquan Treadwell is one of the biggest busts I've ever seen. And I think he has relevance. I think, oh, God, that hurts to even say. They cut him. They did not want him anymore. And they brought him back for nothing. Who's a bigger bust, Laquan Treadwell or Josh Doxson? Ooh. Ooh. I actually, I actually think Josh Doxson has talent. That's the difference. Treadwell so. has a little talent, but they just they both stink. Is he in a rooster right now? Josh Doxson's uh, related more to injury. Um, but he so. came back actually. He came back to the Vikings a few what a, two weeks ago, a week ago. He actually they actually activated him, but I don't think he's played much. Here's some uh, some food for thought. C.J. Ham had two catches for 37 yards. And Irv Gotti Smith, potentially somebody to target in a shallow tight end pool with all the bye games this week. Irv Smith, four catches for 33 yards on six targets, second on the team of targets. Not bad. This one I'm a little concerned about, honestly, because the Rams' offense as a whole has regressed a little bit this year, has become more predictable. Who knows what's going on with Todd Gurley? But we do know that Brandon Cook suffered yet another concussion, which, I mean, he's going to have to start looking at his long-term future, probably visiting multiple doctors as we speak. There's no real timetable, I don't believe, on this. I mean, Josh Reynolds, he's looked good in, in, in fill-in time. So is he somebody you guys pick up this week? Yeah, if he's, if he's still available. I mean, I would say most leagues, at least that I'm in, I haven't seen him on the waiver. I'm definitely going to try to target him, any league that he is available. But more concerned about Brandon Cooks because the NFL doesn't take concussions too lightly, you know, and they shouldn't. Naturally, it's your head. I see Cooks out at least a month. I wouldn't be surprised. But there is yeah, no him, timetable. Him and him and Sterling Shepard are in the same boat when it comes to concussions. Both of them are fighting for their you know NFL futures because concussions are you know no easy thing to come back from. Nor should they be. So I think that yeah, when we saw that uh, Cooper Cup went down last year, Josh Reynolds had his games here and there. We actually had some relevance uh, that the wide receiver three position for the Rams has relevance. So he he is definitely somebody to target if the Rams ever start to pick it up. Um, but the Brandon Cooks one is scary because I have him on a few teams and I haven't, you know, it, that, that concussion situation really makes him to this point. I think it's, he's a bench guy probably till the end of the year, because even if he comes back, I don't know. Exactly. You don't know exactly, but you, you still got to keep him roostered. The Indianapolis Colts lost yet another wide receiver because on top of T.Y. Hilton not playing, Paris Campbell, formerly of the Ohio State terrible Buckeyes, actually broke his hand, I believe, and he may be out for a month. Yeah, he fractured it. Upwards yeah. of six weeks, potentially yeah. the whole season. He's droppable. Absolutely. If he, was, if he was on your roster, I mean, it's just such a shame for them, but they're still doing pretty good. They are using some interesting receiving core, that's for sure. Yeah. It's, it's a very depleted receiving core. I mean, Jack Doyle with a nice touchdown this week uh, saved his fantasy value. I started him, which felt wonderful. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting – the Colts the Colts are winning games because their offensive line and their defense, but – uh, Brissett's played well. He, you know, he goes down this year, uh, this past game, and now Paris Campbell goes down, and it's where do we stand now with the Indianapolis receiving core? I really have no idea. It's a toss-up. Like, I, who could even be relevant at this point? I love Zach Pascal. Yeah, I, I know. Him. I was going to say Pascal is probably. I love him. Led the team in targets, six targets, five catches, 76 yards, a touchdown. And if Jacoby Brissett doesn't play, Brian, the true journeyman Hoyer, actually looked really good. He had three touchdowns. He was looking his way. I was impressed with Brian Hoyer, and I think he's somebody else that you target with all the bye weeks. They're playing the Dolphins. They're playing the Dolphins, come on. Wow, that's right, yeah. So Hoyer could definitely be, but then again, it could also be a Marlon Mack type game. Yeah. You, you don't know. I mean, the Dolphins' pass defense is 
a little bit better than their run defense. I don't know. Jets so. Jets made that defense look really good. So <laughs> Jets make everybody look good. Brian Hoyer against Ryan twenty four carat Fitzmagic in the air. Is that is wow. that really could that who be you, the battle this year? Who do you guys like better? So if you had to if you had to choose Brian Hoyer or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Hoyer all day just because their defense is so much better. Yeah, it's probably Hoyer. I don't I mean I uh, I don't like either. Honestly, I just I, I think it might be a Marlon Mack type of game. But yeah, if I if if Jacoby Brissett is down, then yes, it's probably Hoyer. We were just talking about the Dolphins. Preston Williams out for the year. He was he was looking pretty good. He was I, really really nice bright spot for the Dolphins this season. Actually, he started to emerge as a you know potential number one you know receiving option for the Dolphins going forward. Whoever their franchise quarterback, you know, and whenever they decide to develop that team. But it's it's a shame. It's a lost season. However, it's okay because the Dolphins need to use their draft picks over the next year or so, rebuild the team. And I think Preston Williams is going to factor into that offense. So I think it actually showed that he has a lot to offer. Yeah, he really does. And now all they have left is Kalen Balaj and a couple of uh, practice squad running backs that they're bringing up. It's, it's good to see that they got rid of Kenyon Drake, though, for a bag of uh, peanuts and a football, though. Can we just talk about Kenyon Drake for a second? And – Miami what first of all what the hell are you doing um it's either he didn't work in that system you didn't know how to use him and then he comes to Arizona what three days he was on the team for three days and he absolutely dominated one of the best running defenses in the NFL like crushed them he had more total fantasy points on that first drive than he did his entire career (laughs) in Miami I I think it's more fascinating that they traded him oh. and then proceeded to lose Mark Walton for the next four games. Oh, my God. So they have to res- resort to using Balazs. You know, wouldn't you think, like, oh, this is going to happen. Walton's going to get suspended. We know this is going to happen. Let's not trade our running back. Yes. It was inevitable. We, we knew he was going to be suspended. We just didn't know when or for how long. I, I just was baffled. Like, how? <laughs> how? I mean, if you're the Dolphins, you now now that like there's no well besides the Bengals, right? I guess the Bengals are the only winless team. <laughs> oh and eight. Yeah, they're zero oh and eight, so <laughs> I guess they're solidifying themselves as the first pick. So it's, it's like battle for the worst. If, I would love to see the Jets get that first pick, man. Oh, trade! You can trade it for the world. Tua, Tua tank to Miami. For, tank, tank for Tua. Tank well, that's the question, though. We'll start Brother, the I saw that today. Did you tank see for that Tua. today? The what? People were saying, did the Dolphins just ruin their season by winning? By winning, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, granted, Joe Burrow from LSU is going to be a very nice draft pick. It's actually a very good quarterback yeah. draft oh, yeah. next year. It's a great Very qu- good quarterback, yes. Herbert still looks pretty good this year. Herbert he has a lot of fourth quarter win. Herbert's another Herbert's very not bad, yeah. exactly. Yeah. There's Lawrence, a couple. There's a couple. Lawrence is in – he can't come out next year, can he? No. No, no he's, not yet. So far. He's, he's still yeah. got another year, yeah. There's a few up there. That's crazy. another discussion the entirely. The Giants will get Lawrence in two years after we, you know, sign a couple over Run over damage. the hill linemen thinking that we're relevant. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jones is all right. I, I like him. I like him. But the Houston Texans completely demolished, completely demolished the Jacksonville Jaguars, which doesn't make any sense because the Jaguars have been phenomenal in all London games. So I, that game was a little shocking to me, honestly. It was awful. Will Fuller did not play. He looks to be out for – a few weeks soft tissue injury it's will fuller it's kenny stills like, or kiki or are they even relevant or kiki, maybe maybe a tight end kiki, was, kiki hasn't been targeted he hasn't seen does he, he play he has dressed <laughs> but he has not seen the field they they are facing him completely out of the offense 
He is getting no relevance whatsoever. Something's got to be going on. Either he just isn't that good, or Duke Johnson seems to be the guy that seems to be that running back. I mean, Carlos Hyde proves he's he's just proving everybody wrong. He's proving everybody wrong that he still has it. And welcome back, DeAndre Hopkins. I know it was only eight for forty-eight, but a touchdown. I'll take it. Yeah, true. He's definitely hasn't lived up to the billing as like the top pick, top receiver off the board, but. There's still plenty of season to go. Second half, baby. Exactly. He'll like top eight, I think, in uh, in PPR. He'll still finish. He'll still finish top eight. Yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of the Jacksonville Jaguars, somebody else who's back, and his name is Nick the Quick. Nick Foles, perennial backup, turned Super Bowl hero, wrote a book. He has been named the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Movember Stash Minshew. He's a cult legend. He's a hero to many to many football fans and others as well. He's He actually played, I thought, pretty spectacular. He was in the conversation for Offensive Rookie of the Year until that game in London. And God forbid anything happens to Nick Foles. Minshew shouldn't see the field this year. Is he the future of the Jacksonville Jaguars, though? Or do they trade him? What do, they, what do you do there? They paid. They paid so much for Foles. That exactly. I there's a, yeah, I don't think there's a way that Foles doesn't see the field going forward. If he's healthy, he's going to play. Granted, Minshew also hasn't looked that great the last few weeks. Um, he started the year strong. He has not looked great. He's still a rookie. But Jacksonville is also in the thick of potentially having, you know, uh, some relevance come the end of the year towards that uh, towards the playoffs. So I think Foles coming back from injury is an interesting one. However, they are on bye this week. And to then go from there, from the bye into, you know, starting Foles again, I think it's a decent option. I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people that thinks Minshew should start right now. I think Foles is still the better quarterback. No, without it, without a doubt. But it's, it's nice to know that they drafted a quarterback in Minshew potentially for the future. I mean, he's still under contract for the next couple of years and they don't even have to pay him at all. So I think from a football standpoint, it's it's a smart move to start Foles. But fantasy, it kind of stinks, I guess, for Minshew owners. But like you said, he's he hasn't been good that the past few weeks. But I'm I'm ex- I'm excited to see Foles, and I want to see him finish the year because of everything that he did the past couple of years. You know, for the Eagles, taking them to the Super Bowl in the playoffs and everything. So he totally deserves it. I, I absolutely agree. What really grinds my gears about that game and about statistics in general and data and almost every analyst or publication that I read this past weekend said, you must start Chris Conley. What a terrible <sighs> decision. I, I put him in a majority of my leagues. Thankfully, I started him. It didn't destroy him. Yeah, didn't, everything made him. sense though. It lined up the stars aligned for Chris Conley to have and his anybody. Well, any Houston, Houston secondary is not Houston good. Terrible. Houston has a bad defense. And they were missing everybody. They were missing their top three worst slash best Jackson defenders in the secondary. That's how bad Jacksonville looked. Yeah, ah. it just wasn't. I mean, you can't even DJ Chark didn't have that good of a game. So you it's it's very tough to predict now that Nick Foles is back, who hasn't played with these guys all season. Yeah, he was with them in the preseason, but he doesn't play with them. I'm not saying it's going to affect anything, but may, maybe, maybe it will. Maybe DJ Chark takes a backseat to Keelan Cole, to Dede Westbrook. I mean, who who? It's knows? a whole new offense now. Yeah, it'll be a exactly. whole Exactly. It's a completely different offense. It's a big, uh, it's a big yikes, but it can't be a wait-and-see moment either because fantasy playoffs are just around the corner. Soon. Well, welcome back, Nick. I like you much better in a Jaguars outfit than uh, the Eagles. <laughs> Still green. Yeah, even though it was still tough to hate you when you were in the Eagles. Right? I mean, he did so well. 
All right, really quickly, I will go through some bi-week teams and players. Just going to run through the list. If there's anyone that you guys want to talk about or want to so many. You know, discuss further, just, just stop me. Wave at me. I'll wave at you, but <laughs> <laughs> our listeners can't see us waving, but I Yo, you can so, see me waving at you. So the New England Patriots, after getting embarrassed on live TV Sunday Night Football, Tom Brady, James White, Sonny Michelle, I guess to some degree, and PPR monster Julian Edelman. Please take them out of your lineups this week. I will. Thank you for thank you for telling Cortland, me. I was impressed with Cortland Sutton this week. Oh yeah, Brand, Brandon Allen. Um, Brandon Allen. He beat Baker fam- Mayfield. His whole family was there too, which was awesome. <laughs> Good for him. I did not see that coming. Honestly, I thought it was a bounce back game for for the Browns, but they're they're a disaster. Den- Denver we'll has a very that. good secondary still. They do. Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, the two RBs. As we said, Philly before they also are on by. There actually are six teams on by this week. So Alshon Jeffrey, impressive rookie Miles Sanders, Jordan, I'm still relevant Howard, and Zach Ertz. So welcome back. I, let's correct you. Um, there are five NFL teams and one XFL team on by this week. Oh. Ah, nice. <laughs> so Washington, Washington is on by as well. Let's let's not forget them. Um, There's like I don't four know. teams that are going to be relegated this year. <laughs> Vince, Vince McMahon is calling. Yeah. Jets, Dolphins, Bengals, yeah. and Skins. <laughs> it should be like the English Premier League. We just the, scrape the bottom. Exactly. And them back. The London Silly Nannies are going to replace yeah. them. And then the Canadian football teams. And Oh, God. I can't. I can't do it. It's going to be an interesting race for the first pick. But let's be honest, right? Because somebody's going to want it more than, more than anyone else. So there's going to be some legit tanking going on at the end of the season there. So those Vince McMahon-sponsored Redskins out of Washington have, I guess, Terry, Scary Terry, who looked incredible the first few weeks, but now Haskins is playing. Case Keenan doesn't have Shermer in his back pocket. AP, Chris Thompson might be coming back. They're all out this week. Jacksonville's out too. DJ, Chark to Chark Chark. Lenny, who's actually having a pretty solid year. DD. Chris Connolly, can't start him this week. You're welcome. If you started him this week, he would still get you the same amount of points he got you last week, really. So no, he got like five in PPR. Yeah, he had like four. All right, I was <laughs> he had a couple a, bad I was, drops too. I was making a point. He he frustrated me, and it's the first game of the day. I love the nine thirty a.m. game. There was only one this year, and then yeah, watching the him drop yeah, passes as I drink like my delicious coffee. Like what? What are you doing? Is the delicious coffee relevent in the dropping of passes? It made me feel better that actually way. that I had that I had the coffee. So it would have made it so much better if it was terrible yeah. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it rains it pours you know what i mean i might as well have been outside in 30 degrees in my boxers at that point the houston texans who just beat the jaguars i guess they deserve the bye after this week of playing in london uh so d deandre carlos hyde wow uh, and duke johnson there are a lot of top fantasy athletes out this week thank it's you crazy. nfl six teams it's kind of crazy or five and one five and one i don't like it all right, so we talked about some games, some players, some players that performed, some that did not. Uh, just to reiterate some of the waiver wire ads this week, run, do not walk to pick these guys up. Zach Paschal is the number one receiver in Indianapolis right now. No one knows how long T.Y. is going to be out. Campbell's out. Look at Jack Doyle. Brian Hoyer, three touchdowns in relief. What's up? Three cults that you just mentioned. Potential waiver. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but they are playing the Miami Dolphins. I mean, Jack Doyle has actually been a nice – decent tight end yeah he's a good he's a good streaming option for the tight end position i like him a lot yeah he's a lot better than eric ebron right now i mean ebron doesn't even seem like he's on the team or jack doyle is like a ppr decent tight end with the garbage that's out there it's very true and the other one you should run to get is ty montgomery because 
it hurts to say, but I know the Giants' defense is atrocious. And if he plays, if Le- Lev Bell does not play, he's – I mean, he has incredible upside, a high ceiling. I think he warrants a, a pickup. I don't, I, don't think a, I don't think a Jet warrants a pickup. Just because and, – and it goes in the same You're conversation biased. as Caitlin. I, this is not bias. This is true. Yeah. So, I can okay, see your face. Just, I can see okay. <laughs> would you rather have Would you rather have Kalen Balage or Ty Montgomery? Who are the Jets playing this week? Oh, the Giants. Well, that's a trick question. Ty Montgomery, probably. If you had yeah. to choose, if you had to choose, like if you could start, Belage, you know what I mean? Balage is relegated to the third position or the fourth running back on the on the Dolphins for a reason. So He's probably bad. Balage is awful. He's the worst bad. ever. I love how he was being talked up. Come, you know, what was it like March or April? They're like, oh, Balage is going to be the number one. And I'm like, what? 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 Clearly like, not. <laughs> He's like the he's like their fourth or fifth option on the running back depth chart. They're not going to run the ball, I don't think at all. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to throw sixty-seven times, and they're going to run the ball twenty-three passes. Zero. He can, he can handle it. Gunslinger. Yeah, he's hanging on, and he's loving life, man. I mean, at this point, just let him throw the ball. And he's got nothing play. to worry about. He's not the future. He's, he's got not the nothing future. to worry about. He's going to be yeah. a backup or like any team that gets hurt, any team that has a hurt quarterback. Like, oh hey, let's call it Fitzpatrick. Yeah. yeah, I got you guys. I got I mean, you. All right. So if that's the case, then does that make Albert Wilson or Jakeem Grant relevant in, in DFS or in, in some streaming type of way? Uh, Devontae, Devontae Parker. I can't believe those words came out of my mouth, but Devontae Parker. Um, Preston Williams down. Someone's got to catch the ball. I don't know who, but someone – Mike Isicki. Mike Isicki. Is I was going to say Mike Isicki actually is a decent but, tight end streamer. If you're like a Zach Ertz yeah. owner or – Oh, God. Oh, I know that yeah, sounds awful, I but think, – yeah, I think Kasicki's a decent streaming option. Um, and I do like Devontae Parker. I don't like Devontae Parker. Let's rephrase that. You love um, him. I, I think he's a option. He's an option for, to throw to. Let's, he's looked. He's actually looked he, pretty decent. He made a pretty nasty catch the other day. We have, we have lowered the bar on what decent means because the Dolphins – no one of the Dolphins is decent. <laughs> but um, he is an option. He is a, he is a streaming option. If Fitzpatrick's going to be throwing the ball like 30 – you know what I mean? 30-plus times a game. Yeah. The opportunity's there. But Gesicki is an interesting one. I think that's really, really interesting. Vance McDonald actually had a pretty decent game against uh, the Colts last week for the Steelers. So Gesicki could be a, a good fill-in. With six teams on a bye, I mean, some you of got, these are going to be dart throws. <laughs> you are scraping. Yeah. So speaking of scraping, here are a few other names that we've we've compiled. Noah Fant on Denver. Ooh. Mm. When he catches Stone, it, he looks pretty good. Don't hands fan. Yeah. yeah. I Inter- can't catch anything, but it's an interest that's an interesting <laughs> one, actually. One, they're on by, so I guess if you No, yeah, it's a it's a stash guy for sure. Have the space go for him, but he only had three catches. Yeah, but he, he's a <laughs> he is a breakaway tight end. This guy can run fast. I I mean I mean he's a freak. He's he's he is a very he, good tight end. He's an athletic. But watching guy. him try to catch the ball is nothing like what I saw in college. Oh. Like, literally nothing. I mean, he he has no hands, but there's also no other options that are besides Cortland Sutton who can catch the ball in Denver, apparently. So, because Deshaun Hamilton has been nowhere to be found. True. So, so Lindsey Royce. Yeah, you're right. yeah. I haven't even I heard mean, that guy's name actually. So it's, it's it's like it was Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen, obviously, after his performance, he's definitely going to start the next game, whether Drew Locke is healthy or not. Right. I think Drew Locke is going to turn out to be a really big bust. He looked. So bad in the preseason. Yeah, I think he's going to turn out to be a really big, really big bust. I mean, so Denver will be looking for a future quarterback. Oh, speaking of Denver and their quarterbacks, former and present GM, here's a quick story for you guys. John Elway apparently was offered ownership stake in the Denver Broncos. He turned it down and invested in a bunch of laundromats. 
that went belly up, he right now would be worth multiple hundreds of millions of dollars in the stake that he was offered. And since he turned it down, he's literally he's he's working for his, his job his right clothes. now for his life. He's he is he's going to be fired. By the he's way, gonna be fi- he's going to be fired. <laughs> he's washing his own clothes now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's terrible. That is some very great information, thank you, but also very bad business advice. Whoever gave it to him just completely botched that one. Please look up that story. It is beyond incredible that you were offered ownership stake in an NFL team. Wasn't he playing? He was an NFL player. He didn't think highly enough of of the league and or his team to – to last? I, I don't know. It blows my mind, honestly. And he's a terrible draft picker. The so. worst, actually. He's literally the worst. How many quarterbacks did he – I mean, that's for another day, but he drafted probably 17 first-round quarterbacks that have all flopped. The only reason he has someone like Bradley Chubb is because he didn't get selected before him. Before, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the only reason. He fell to him. He didn't go out and find him. So, Philip Lindsay's the only one that has turned out to be a – Diamond in the rough, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but other and he than didn't that, draft him either. He was undrafted. Because nobody signed, drafted him. Signed him. <laughs> Aha. Aha. Let's say he found the spoon and it was a scout that found Philip Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the sake of this conversation. All right, so we talked about Josh Reynolds. Kalen Balage. I mean, somebody's going to have to touch the football perhaps, but we're not saying to pick him up. He might touch him, but he ain't going to go anywhere with him. Yeah. Maybe. So. Jacob Hollister. Who, who's that? Ooh. Jacob Hollister with the uh, the game-winning touchdown for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, hey, Will Disley ha- had a role in the offense. He is no longer there with a, what, a ruptured Achilles. So someone has to fill the role. I mean, Tyler Lockett can't catch every single pass. Or DK Metcalf. Or DK Metcalf. And I know Josh Gordon's being brought in, but we don't know his relevance yet. But Hollister, I mean, I liked what I saw this past week. It's a potential guy for all those, you know, tight end needy teams. Hunter Renfro? Yeah. Brother, you, you a fan, brother? Hunter Renfro. I mean, I was a fan of him coming out as a rookie, and he's played a couple decent games, but it's just recently that he's actually started to perform very well. That's because Derek Carr has actually been playing out of his mind. Like, he's actually looking like their franchise quarterback the past three weeks. Hunter Renfro, definitely a top ad this week. They're playing San Diego. Who doesn't have From that? San Diego. San Diego doesn't have that. So, yeah, I'm going to call them San Diego because who knows where they're going to go. The they London Chargers. London, but apparently the guy came out and the owner said that's, that's, all, that's all crap. But uh, he had 10 catches, 11 targets, 143 yards, and two touchdowns the past two weeks. I think he's definitely a wide receiver three this week with all of the, with all the teams that are on by. I mean, if you're someone that has – you know, Alshon Jeffrey, um, DJ Chark, Julian Edelman. I, th- I think that he's not, he may not perform as well as them, but I think he definitely could fill in nicely. Yeah, good call for sure. Derek Carr's been playing incredible. I think the Raiders are playing above their skis, which is phenomenal. I, I like it. I like John Gruden. I like what they're doing. They're, they're, they're competitive. It's unbelievable. Thank you guys for tuning in. You can find us at thefantasyfam.com or on Twitter at thefantasyfam or on most podcast platforms, including iTunes and iHeartRadio. This is the Fantasy Fam, signing off.